Hi, this is Joy Kaya. And this is Sheree Grace. And we are here to welcome you to the Sacred Living with Joy and Grace podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Sacred Living podcast. Very excited to be here, Miss Sheree. Yes, yes. Hello, welcome. Yeah. So today our intention is to really talk about nature and how we bring it into our lives, whether it be in our backyards, our front yards, our patios, inside of our homes, um, gosh, even at work. Our if car. If you have an office. Yep. <laughs> and our car and even on our person. Okay? Yes. So mm. we're um, just speaking to how we bring nature into our lives and I believe this is definitely a conversation that is important. I do think that there is a lot of, I guess, belief systems out there that we have to have a lot of tools and things to make us feel sacred and whole in our daily lives. And I hope that we can shed some light on that today. Yes, I agree. I can see that... um as soon as you said that, the first two things that came to my mind was Mother Earth and your breath. Like, literally, mm-hmm. like, they're right there all the time. Mm-hmm. So how beautiful is that? That, yeah. you know, we don't have to go, we don't have to buy anything. We don't need anything special. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, this is special. I just think, you know, we get so used to it, we forget how special it really is. Yeah. And that yeah. being in this human form makes us part of nature. Right. Yeah. Now that you said that. Yeah. Our physical body. Yeah. Right? So... Our connectedness um, to our breath and our connection to our temple, which I call our temple, our our body, our temple. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so you guys know, I reference that a lot. So I should probably say that now. And for those of you who are like, what temple, Joy? Yeah. Where's the temple? (laughs) Where's the temple? (laughs) So, yes. So our temple and really being in tune with it and as a woman being in tune with my cycles, um, whether I'm on my moon time or whether I am in menopause, right? It, it, it all is the same. There is a cycle or an energetic vibration that's moving through us and at any given time. So really being connected to that is part of being connected to nature. Yeah. And then Agreed. from there we move outside of ourselves and we can then talk about being sacredly responsible. Right. Right? One of our intentions. And that looks like taking care of Mother Earth. Right. I feel like part of the conversation maybe, I didn't know it was going to go here, but I'm feeling that. I think part of the conversation is being responsible in what we purchase, what we throw away, how we dispose of things. Right. Well, yeah, and I think we talked about that in another episode too, Mm -hmm. where we just... You know, we just do the best that we can and just, I know for me, I'm constantly reminding myself of those things, you know, because life is life and it just happens and we just tend to forget, or at least I do. Um, And this is like, I think maybe why like devoting my life to like kind of a practice has been my route Mm -hmm. because I do see, it's like we have these built in forgetters. Like I do see how we so easily just move on to something else. So for me, if I'm not actually practicing this stuff in my daily life, like 
sorry, but it does. It kind of goes sometimes. And so I think that's something that's really important and an important conversation, especially for us to have, you know, for our, for our listeners, because we are talking about sacred living. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? And, and sometimes, you know, guys, I, I will say that I believe that sacred living sometimes is, um, it takes work. It's not something that always just comes so easily. Right. Right. So, you know, this is what we're practicing, right? Exactly. We are practicing. I think the practice is a key word. Yes. So to practice mindful, um, you know, I guess, you know, being aware of our footprint on yeah. the planet, right? Like There's, mindful spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are we? How are we spending? I think we talked about this in a previous episode just recently, but talking about do I, you know, asking energetically on a soul level, do I need this? Right. And for what purpose? If it's, if it's a yes, then what is its purpose? Right. Right? And so do I need to buy, do I have to go to Costco and buy the supersize? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or do I go more small? Because it really, it would be wasteful to buy the, the large, right. larger packaging. And then um, even looking at if you're going to buy something in a bottle, buying maybe the larger one versus like the six pack. Right. Maybe buying the two liter versus the six pack. Right. Like, not that we, we're not saying you can't ever buy right. soda. I mean, not that we want you to drink that, but. No. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> but, but let's be, see, I'm in the standpoint of like, if you want it, you're going to get it eventually. Right. So right. go get it and do full throttle. Don't right. buy the diet. Just buy the yeah, full just sugar. just do it. And because like, the diet's actually really bad for you because yeah. of the chemicals in it. So at least Coke is just sugar and syrup and blah, and it's bad for you. But I'd rather have you do that than right. buy the diet Coke. Right. Right? So, um, anyway, so that was a side little thing. Sidebar. But <laughs> really just being aware of, like, what am I purchasing? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know? And then how can I influence those in my life to do the same? Right. Right? So that is that is bringing nature into our world because right. if we minimize our um, carbon footprint, then we are serving nature. Right. Right? That intention. I like that. That's good. And it does seem like, you know, as you're saying it, it seems like such a tall order, right? Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I think sometimes like, how is this going to make a difference? You know, and and you can certainly get lost in that trap, but it does make a difference. Mm -hmm. Every little bit makes a difference. You know, like it's, you know, when you're in the world of, you know, helping people or supporting them through their journey, it's like, you know, and there's just so much, like for me, I used to work in the field of addictions. And so, you know, it was few and far between that these people, you know, kind of made it, you know, a lot of them had a lot of struggles. And I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, why am I doing this? You know, like, is this really helping? And, um, yeah, it helped for that one and it helped for that one and it helped for that one, but maybe not, you know, maybe it wasn't everything that I had dreamed it could be or, you know, so I think that that's a good reminder for us too. Cause I think I know for sure myself, I get stuck in that. Like, does this really matter? Mm. And it, yeah, it matters. It all matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wounds. They exist in all of us they in do. different little corners. They do. Things. So let's talk about, let's talk about a little bit. Cause I know, I know, and you know, um, what we've been doing over the last couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. with, you know, just getting geared up for springtime and, you know, planting our seeds and, mm-hmm. and really bringing mother earth into our lives even more so than we already have. Um, Let's talk about that and like what that's looked like and like maybe we could talk about, 
you know, like the gardening and, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so funny, Sheree and I, we both have moved in the last 60 days. Both of us, mm-hmm. if you asked us in December if we were moving, we both would have said no. <laughs> totally. So 2020 <laughs> has been a big year already. Yes. So with that said, um, Cherie has had an opportunity to garden. I've had an opportunity to garden. And my intention is for our sacred bundles and being yes. able to bring some herbs from my own garden pesticide-free, you know, trying to go as organic as I possibly can. I don't use fertilizer in my soil, you know, anything like that. I'm all natural, which means, you know, it could be a bit more work, but it always pays off. So um, that is important to me. That's me nurturing Mother Earth and her nurturing me. And one of the things that was one of my favorite experiences of gardening was going out there with my four-year-old son. Yeah. And digging up worms. And you should have seen the thing that I that came out of the dirt yesterday when I was planting a couple more plants. And um, I don't even know what it was. But it was a giant worm. He looked, <laughs> he looked like a giant highlighter. I was like, who are you? And oh my gosh, let me put dirt on you. Let me put you back in your home. I, right. I felt like he was really deep in the soil. Right. And so immediately I tried to honor him and cover him with dirt. Because I was like, I am so sorry. I, I, I unearthed you. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> and so I used... Um, so one of the other things that I try to do when I'm gardening is I try to not disrupt right what lives you know because you have a complete ecosystem taking place here so you want to make sure that you're really honoring it so i use a hand shovel i don't get the big mama jamba i don't and i you should see the work i have to do in this yard like it needs a lot of work right and i'm doing it mostly by hand like i literally i'm in there with my i have gloves on right otherwise i'd have stained brown hands all the time right um but i'm pulling out the rocks one by one i'm I'm making sure that I haven't unearthed anything that needs to go back into a home. To me, that's all very important. And um, so being very respectful of the environment. And so for me, I have a very, you know, I have an opportunity to have um, a backyard and I have my land there. I also have a front yard, but I've also been in places where I had no yard. Right. So I think it's important that we touch on that too. So we definitely can. it, It may just be a planter box that yes. you're using. So mm-hmm. now I'm just going to really, you know, say to you, like, what soil are you using? Right. Because I guarantee you, you have someone in your, that you love in your life who may have some actual soil that you can use. And it doesn't mean you can't go and get what's from the um, gardening store right. or from the Home Depot or Lowe's, whatever you like. Um, but maybe you can do 50-50. Right. And that will actually create a better ecosystem for you. Right. And you want worms in your dirt. Right. You want you want all of those crawly things. And yes. like, I think, yeah, for but me. But not in your house. Right. I mean, I'm talking about outside. Right. I just want to say that really quick. Yeah, all the see. planter boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the indoor planter boxes. <laughs> like, oh, wait, hang on, hang on. I didn't mean to put worms in your house. Like, right. you could. Yeah. You could, as long as you're okay with it. But yeah. For those of you freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And I know for me, when I do any kind of planting outside, I do like to do 50-50. I like to do 50% of what's already there. And then, you know, I bring in some organic soil. Um, for me, I just moved to a place where I'm pretty sure that they did some sort of chemical spraying before we moved in. And so I'm really like uh, in my head about that. 
I don't, I've actually called to find out and I haven't gotten a direct answer. So, because <laughs> uh, the answer isn't good. I know. I'm so to tell you. I'm just thinking, you know, like, I don't know what to do because I have this whole section where, you know, I've already done the planting of the herbs and stuff. Most of my stuff is, um, they are in planters though. I saw that. Because of the way that my um, my yard is, it just doesn't get light um, in the areas where I can actually put things on the ground. I saw that, yeah. Which really stinks, but, you know, it is what it is. I, you know, what Joy was just talking about, I've lived in lots of different places, and every place that I live, I always have to have some sort of a garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lived in apartments where we actually built a planter box, like, up on, yeah. like, kind of, like, stilts, and, yes. like, put it, like on the porch, you know, to where it can get as much light, you know, and I have those, I have those for like three different houses, you know, and so there's always a way. Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest. You can find this stuff on Pinterest. You can. For friends who are like, wait a minute, I want something like that. And so. It's pretty easy to make. Yeah, and I was thinking as you were talking, I was like thinking, well, like why, you know, like why is this so important? Well, there's lots of reasons why, but one thing for me that really, really like does my soul good is like literally being able to nurture something that's growing. And so I know a lot of people understand this um, theory, you know, that are parents. I'm not a biological parent. And so I have a stepson that I've been in his life for many, many years. And it's been amazing watching him grow, right? Mm -hmm. But when you have to like really take care of something and like I get super excited when I see a new little sprout on my plant. And it's just like, it's so crazy, but it really, there's something that it does. I don't even know, honestly, Joy, if I can actually articulate and put into words exactly what it does, Mm. you know? And, And that's the case a lot, you guys. You may hear me say, um, yeah, and, but, so stuff a lot because I sometimes struggle finding words to really articulate like the the experience mm-hmm. that I have and um, I think that that can be a really beautiful thing sometimes you don't but, want to cheapen it yeah you don't yes. want to dilute it by giving it a word that really doesn't value yes you know maybe that's it you know I know I spent many years you know working on my vocabulary so I can make sure that you know I can you know, get my point across or that people understand or like it makes a particular impact. But um, as I get older, it's kind of like less is more type thing for me. Absolutely. So yeah, but which is funny. Now we're doing a podcast where we're like required <laughs> to show up. So, but that's good. Yeah. So there's different kind of showing up. Yeah. So why I feel like it's important to have a garden and why I feel, because I'm hearing of the experience piece. So I want to kind of bring in that yeah. a little bit here. Yeah. And so why we are talking about honoring nature by bringing it into your yard or into your patio is because we want you to connect to nature. Yeah. So the intention isn't just to plant things and have pretty. No. Yeah. The, the the opportunity then is it, it's, it's, it's you're able now to connect to nature to your gar- with your garden in a sacred way. Yeah. So another thing that I want to add into this is it might seem very counterintuitive, but I love to take raw quartz and plant it in the dirt. Right. Because that's where it, it will thrive there and your plants will be happier there. So giving that some thought, so bringing the, um, more like bringing minerals into your soil, like 
in an intentional way with like a raw crystal could be a way to do that. And these aren't very pricey. These are not tight. I'm not saying go spend, yeah. you know, $60 on a beautiful point and then put that in the dirt. Right. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm right. talking like spend $60 on like four pounds of this stuff. Right. And like plant it into right. your area. Um, so maybe what I can do is I can put some pictures on our community board. Right. And that way people can see like what that could look like. Right. It would be helpful because I've got some pieces I can just show. Now... So we can do things like that. But that's just, again, bringing more ritual, more sacred ritual right. into the gardening. Intention. Yeah, that's very intentional. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I just want to say that really quick because that's a good one. And then, I think what's really key is like, I love to water everything every day. And I will use, I don't have one right now. I'm going to have to get one because, again, got rid of everything. Um, I'm going to have to... Get a little water, a little, yeah, it's a so, water container. Yeah. So I'll sit there and actually talk to the plants. Like I will yeah. go meditate. I will do my card of the day. Right now, I'm really diving into my tarot and I'm pulling a card of the day because I'm really working on some deep soul work. And I'm in this very like hermit stage on a spiritual level right now. So I'm doing all this deep stuff. And so I will water my garden and really think about and meditate on that spiritual connection, right. like where I'm at and how I'm feeling. And then I might even express it out loud to the garden. Yeah. You know, like I am so grateful, you know, or, or things like that. So talking to plants is, is scientifically proven to be a wonderful thing. It does thing. work. Yeah, it works. Mm -hmm. And to your water guys, I yep. know it's, it's really, it's really all the research is out there for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then listen back. Right. That's the part. Well, you were talking about meditating um, earlier when you were talking. I thought, you know, what she's describing could be really like a moving meditation. Mm. And, you know, when you get so deep in, in your spiritual work, you notice that you have these opportunities all day, every day to really meditate through everything that you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the cool thing about so many different types of meditation. And so I can see that being very meditate. I do. I mean, I go out there and I will be out there for like two hours, you know, and like, I'm just in a zone mm -hmm. and everybody that's seen it is like, she's in a zone, you know? And so it is like a moving meditation for me. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, since we're going to talk about meditation, get, take your shoes off, yes, put your foot in the soil. Sure. Yeah. And you know, what you want to do is you want to visualize. So you want to close your eyes, take some breaths. Mm -hmm. And, um, this is my, my, one of my favorite things to do is to go out and introduce yourself to the soil, right? By allowing your feet to be on the dirt. Or if you are dealing with planter boxes, placing your hands mm -hmm. in the soil and connecting to mother earth that way. And then allowing your roots to burrow deep into the earth, like just kind of having that visualization of really connecting into the soil. Um, and that, you know, and when you're doing something like this now, and again, if you are on a second floor apartment complex, what that looks like is in your mind's eye, you're visualizing yeah. that you are moving your energy down. You're finding the earth below right. you. You are then going into that soil. So even if you yeah. can't touch the dirt, right. It's okay. Right. Like you still want to visualize that and connect to her and when you, to Mother Earth. And when you're doing that, it's really powerful because you will begin to feel the pulse yeah. of the earth. You will begin to feel her energy moving up through you. 
And I've done it where I just lay prone on the ground, which is yes. like laying out face up, like I'm making like grass angels. Right. And I just allow <laughs> myself just to feel everything. You can do it that way too. Yeah. Um, but just the feet. There's something really powerful about using your feet and then and then squatting down, putting your hands down yeah. as well, and just allowing yourself to root into her, find that center core, whatever you think that is, anchor into it, and then call that energy up, 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 up. There is something very yeah. beautiful and sacred in that. Yeah. And that's building a relationship with her. Right. And if you're doing it in your own environment, you're building a relationship with your home. Right. Your home, people will feel this difference in the energy of your home. Right. You'll feel the difference in the energy yeah. in your home. Like, yeah. it's like we don't think that these little things matter. They matter. They matter. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. And a lot of this stuff is, you know, really felt on an energetic level. And so how do you measure that really? Yeah. You know, like, and I say you just continue to do the work to become more conscious. Like, that's how you recognize it. Because there's like, you know, all these different energetic levels, you know, that you can get to. I was just working on a... um meditation yesterday with someone and we were working with the koshas which is you know they're they're just like just energetic levels and this is more um yoga lingo but it's it's a real thing you know like you don't know and there's five of them and you don't really know and they all mean different things the one we were working on was your intuition yesterday but how do you how do you describe this stuff you know, it's really, it's really difficult. You know, a good way is just maybe sitting down and just writing it out, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think, you know, there's a lot of energy that's like flowing around. We're talking, I mean, really mother earth is energy. I mean, this, this, this visualization that we're talking about, you know, rooting our feet down, you know, we do this in all the work that we do. I mean, before we do any kind of experience of any type, we always do a rooting exercise. So, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a different language. Energy, energy, medicine is a different language. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think it's, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't know um, how much one really notices it or can talk about it unless they're like actually in it and practicing it, you know, right. I, that it's, that's my experience, yeah. I would say. For sure. And I think the human mind wants to complicate it. Yeah. And so what I want to say is simple. Yeah. You don't need, okay, I believe that creating space in your home and having a space for nature in your home is beautiful mm-hmm. and amazing. And it doesn't have to be a plant. It can be a crystal. It can be a pine cone. It could be a piece of wood that came off the tree outside. Right. All right. It could be a pile of dirt. It could be a pile of dirt. Yeah. It could be a feather that you find mm. as you're walking on a path. Yeah. I love those. Like I'm like, I love those. <laughs> Got quite a few of those. Mm-hmm. So um, it can be so many things. And at the same time, it could be none of those things. Right. It can be so simple. And do you have an altar? You know, we, we I'm sure, have a conversation about altars at some point. Um, I have lived with altars in my home for the past... 15 years, yeah. I'm guessing. Many old no, actually, that's not true. Altars everywhere. Well, that's actually not true. It all started with a spiral dance um, by Starhawk when I was like 20. So, yeah, ever since then, I've had an altar of some kind in my home. Yeah. And believe me, the men in my life were not always embraced it. Can you hide that? Can you keep that in our room? Oh, yeah. You yes. know, conversations. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. You don't want your boys to see it. like, Or oh. your parents to be or like, your parents. are you? 
Smith. What is going on? Yeah, here? so we'll have to have yeah. a really fun dialogue around that because I've got some juicy yeah, ones. Me too. <laughs> um, anyways, but you know, I love having my altars, but you don't even have to have that. Yeah. You know, really, what is nature to you? Could, it could be a, a lens, a picture of a landscape. Oh my gosh, totally. It could be a painting. Yeah. It can be anything you need it to be. But I really want to start thinking about, um, you know, just in this dialogue, like start ask yourself, like how is nature represented in my, in my world? Mm-hmm. And am I honoring it? And yeah. does it feel important? And I, do I take the time to realize that just because I'm in this building, in this structure, doesn't mean I am protected away from nature. I think that there is something that we've done as a human race and we've quote unquote protected ourselves from the elements. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And what we've done is that we've guarded ourselves away. And then what did we do? Oh my gosh. Then we had screens. Yeah. And now the screens. So not only are we physically protected, now the screens are distracting us right. from paying attention to nature. Right. Yeah. Like, that's really the conversation. Right. Yeah, and we it, don't want to get into a screen conversation. We will be here all day. No, but... <laughs> yeah, but, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Like, everyone that's listening, decide right now. Mm-hmm. How are you going to bring nature into your life? And how can things change? Because I will tell you, I love books. I love holding a book. Mm-hmm. Maybe having a book is a way that you bring nature Instead of listening to the Audible, and I love my Audible. Yeah. Instead of listening to the podcast, and I love my Apple podcast, okay? Like, yeah. Seriously, y'all, I'm listening to them all the time. But to then crack open a book. Yeah. And feel its pages. And smell that smell. And smell oh, the I smell. Love the old right? Book and I know stuff. we're talking about our, our carbon footprint here, right? right? I know we're talking about that too, but there's still a place for these really beautiful yeah. the enjoyments in life. Like, let's not use that as a reason to not, to not connect. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. It's a tree, right? Like your book is a tree. Like stop and think about that. Yeah. Like there is a connection. We're not going that far down the hole here. No. Yeah. But, but like, let's right. be like, that is connecting, like connect in yeah. to you. What's important. Bring it into your home. And you're right. It's a little down the hole, but just like, it can be that simple. Yeah, totally. And you know, another thing too, as you're talking you know, another thing that's super simple, <laughs> just go outside and look up to the sky. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, if you can't, if you, if you are still wrapping your mind around the concept and you're, you know, and, and, you know, you're like, Hey guys, I'm not ready to get my hands in the dirt and walk around barefoot. And, you know, like, cause this is a real thing. I happen to, um, have a relationship with someone that literally wears slippers all the time. And, and we had a conversation about it and he said, well, my, I grew up watching my parents do this. Like they would never let me walk around without, and see, I'm opposite. My mom <laughs> was total hippie, you know, and I never had shoes on. I mean, I was like hard pressed to find a pair of shoes to go into the store when I was a kid. I mean, that was just my life. And now I'm, I'm that way. Um, but anyways, I, I went off on a thing, but what I was going to say is it's very simple you know, it's very simple. Some of the things that you can do, you can go outside, you can look up at the sun, you can just just sit there and be in that space for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, that is super powerful. You go out and sit in the moonlight, mm-hmm. you know, that's super powerful. You know, you could start little baby steps here. We're not mm-hmm. saying go and become, you know, like full blown gardener and plant your own mm-hmm. food and like, you know, I mean, that's awesome. 
But there's also other things that we could do that I don't think that we always remember. I agree. You know, even just go for a walk, like just going for a walk. How beautiful is that? I love, we live by the American River, so I love, I go down to this little place we call a girly loop, and it's in Coloma. And, um, you know, it's literally like a loop that you can walk around, but it takes you along the water. And I don't know, but every time I'm out there, I just, there's a particular feeling that I feel when I'm in that particular place. And I love it. And there are times when I'm just going through life or I'm having one of those days and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to girly loop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I go. And mm-hmm. I always feel better every single time. Yes. Never fails. Yes. And um, that's uh, that just leads me into explore the nature that surrounds you. Yeah. Wherever you live, doesn't matter if you're in New York, New York, my yeah. friends. It's there, too. I lived there for a while. Yeah. yeah it's You've there. got it everywhere. Yeah. And so... What I would do is just give you a bit of a challenge. And that challenge looks like this. Even your daily commute, find that one tree that calls to you. That one flower as you've been watching it from bud to bloom. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and it, it might not even be in your own yard. I'm, I'm talking like where it, like your daily routine. Yeah. Um, I have something speaking to you maybe. Maybe you keep seeing the same thing every single day because it's mm-hmm. speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, you ask any of my friends, I have somehow given the, I, their homes have a natural nature landmark to me. So I'll say, do you know how I know what street is yours? You have the biggest redwood on the tree or, or a redwood on the street. Right. Or you have the most, you know, beautiful magnolia tree. Right. Like yeah. I, that's how I know it's your house. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it's your house by right. your numbers. Like once I identify your home, great. And then after that, it's a matter of like, this is how I connect to the nature in, around yeah. your home. That's how I know mm-hmm. where you live, yeah. you know? And even if it's not their house, but maybe it's the house next to Right, them. right. Or, yeah, the know? house next to the one that has the big rosemary in the front yard. Yes, yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> so, so, and like, but because I've done that, like my route for my kids, because I have four kids. Like, I don't know. I think we've talked about that. So I have four babies and the way that their age groups are, like they're honestly... Like, at this point, they're in four different places. Yeah. Now, I have an 18-year-old. He's just turned 18. So cute. So cool. Feels so good to have someone that I made an adult. And so he's now kind of being my taxi. He's helping out here and there. But I still have to get everyone from A to B, make sure everyone gets where they need to go. So instead of it feeling like a burden, I have created beautiful places or beautiful, like, landmarks for myself during that driving around. And most of them are trees. Right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I get to see if this one yeah. is changing because, right, the seasons are changing. Sure. And so it's like, oh, I get to see so if the this blossoms. one. Yeah. Yeah. And my heart, like, I feel like soul, I feel a soul connection to some of these things. So then I just want to, like, invite you. I want to invite our listeners. Yeah. Like, can you do the same for yourself? Right. Like, find something. Change yeah. what you look at. Change on what you're focusing on. Right. You know? Yeah, I do know. And then look at the other people around you, too. Yeah. You know? The nature of the human is quite an experience to observe. Yes. So instead of, you know, thinking things that maybe are not healthy, think about, you know, how beautiful that person is. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, see their light inquisitive. in there. You know, because we all have, you know, the light and the dark, and that's a whole other conversation for another time. But, yeah, you know, just always try to hold them in their highest, and that's not always easy to do. Mm-mm. 
you know, especially if they're operating in a way that isn't such, right? So, but you just, you know, you just, and this is why, like, you guys, this whole practice thing that we're talking about, like, this literally covers all, every aspect of your life. Yeah. And, and it really has become my way of being. This is literally like my walk. This is my earth walk. Mm -hmm. Like everything really is a practice. And, um, there's some, there's some room in there to grow. Like I, that feels good to me. You know, like that feels good to me. There's not, like I don't need to know anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just get to keep showing up, you know, and practicing and, mm -hmm. and doing my best. That's been something I've really, really been saying a lot lately. I've never really used that term before. Um, maybe because I really was never doing my best. I don't know. But like I'm at a place in life and at this age and, and where I'm at where it's like I literally am doing my best. And that's a balancing act sometimes, <laughs> right? Because, yes, you know, that next person may not know what your best is or the next person, you know, like I know Joy and I have this conversation too, you know, like we see so much potential in each other, you know? So if we ever see each other operating a little bit lower than, you know, like to our highest, like we may call each other on it. Mm -hmm. We might say something, mm -hmm. you know, last week, Joy said something to me where it was like, you know, she's really felt like there was something, you know, that she needed to say to me. And I know that regardless of, you know, how things initially come out or whatever, I know, and when you're in relationship and in a loving relationship with someone, you know that these things come from love. Mm -hmm. But again, guys, a practice. You get to practice with your relationships with people. Mm -hmm. You get to, you know, you get to build them, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think that th that makes all the difference in the world, I think. Here, here, here. Yeah. So... Seeing the so thinking about like I see the nature in that person. Yeah, it will it will lighten it. Yes, not all the conditions and not all the fear and yeah. all the trauma and all the you know because we yeah. have it, guys. We all have it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah, I just see her mm -hmm. in her highest mm -hmm. in her natural state, yeah. if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially when we're looking at our partners, I think that's one of the oh, hardest. Oh boy. Yeah. And um, so these are just all fun things to think about. So Mother Nature to me is everywhere. It's in me. It's on the outside of me, yes. and the more I connect with her, the more connected I feel to myself. Totally. Agreed. Yeah. You know? So. Yep. Anything else you want to add? No, I just think that maybe we let our, you know, we just leave our listeners with, um, you know, this idea in their mind, and I think what you said about, you know, maybe trying to find something in your world, you know, mm -hmm. during your commute, in your yard, just something. Maybe it's outside of your yard. Maybe it's in front of your child's school. Yeah. Um, just find something in nature that you can connect to. Yeah. You know, like, and you might find yourself at some point getting out of your car and, like, literally going and putting your hands on the tree and talking to them. Because right. I do that. Yeah, but, you know, you know, I do it. I just went to, um, and then we could close up. But I just went, I had an opportunity to go to San Juan Batista Mission. And it was really special for me because I, that's the mission that I chose in my fourth grade project. Fun. And it's really a trip because when I got there, like my soul, I, like I, like I knew that place. Like, yes, I had been there before when I was younger and I explored and everything, but like, I literally, like I felt something there and I mm -hmm. went and I sat at this tree and literally laid up against it 
for about 15, 20 minutes and just talk to it. And it was really a beautiful connection. And so like, I encourage our listeners to make those kind of connections because they're there. Absolutely. I love that. That's a great way to end. That was a great way. Our soul, our soul will call us. Just listen. Yep. That's for sure. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Sister Cherie, thank you for sharing the space with me. Yes, I always. appreciate it. Yep. And thank you guys. Remember, we want you to be part of our community. Yeah. Come find us. We are at Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. And you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram currently. Yep. And uh, I think we have YouTube shortly coming. Shortly, too. yeah. We're working on it. Yeah. You know, it's all about just when it feels right, I think, but just know it's in the it's in the works for those of us who who those of you who want to see us right during our podcast. Yeah, too. because I think that that's really a fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we have to energetically get there. Yeah. And, and it's it's not even a matter of like I'm afraid. No. We both no. have YouTube channels. Yeah. It's just a matter of like doing it together. Right. I think yeah, setting and I, that up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And organic, guys. Remember, this whole experience, and you guys are with us during this whole experience. You guys are on this journey with us. This is all about organically creating our podcast, doing what feels right. That means sometimes Joy's ready to push the accelerator, and I'm on the brake, or vice versa. Like, like, this is a real thing, guys, and um, we hope that we are really leading by example. Yes, absolutely. You guys have a beautiful day. Thank you. We here at Sacred Living want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us in these soulful conversations. Absolutely. And we'd love for you to join our community. You can find us on Facebook where we dive even deeper into these wonderful sacred conversations. Just search for Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. We are also on Instagram. And feel free to hit up our website and take a look at what we're up to and see where we are going to be live next at sacredliving.info. Remember to go out and curate that life that you love. And together we say, and so it is.